Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Wardy, and welcome to Ask Wardy, the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking. This week, we got a question from Marge about the best way to skim cream off whole milk. You may not be able to see it, but if you go to askwardy.tv and you look at the show notes for this episode, you will be able to see a picture of milk just like this, and the cream line is all the way down to here. It's a super generous cream line, and you may have um, non-homogenized or raw milk that's similar, and you want to skim some of that cream to make butter, uh, for sour cream, to put in your hot beverages. So I'm going to show you the very best way to do that today. And the show notes are ready for you. All the links and everything I'm going to share, the step-by-step, is at askwardy.tv. Just look for this episode number, which is 114, How to Skim Cream the Best Way. Here's what Marge asked. She said, I'm so excited to have finally found a small dairy where I can get raw milk. However, I can only get whole milk. Well, that's not a problem. The farmer suggested getting a glass jar with spigot at bottom and then could drain the bottom skim milk because the cream rises to the top. So this, this container he's suggesting has a spigot at the bottom and you can drain the bottom skim milk, leaving the cream behind. That sounded good to me. Yet, when I started looking, there are a lot of complaints about spigots clogging or leaking. Anyone have a trusted source for something like this? Or a different idea on separating the cream? I have a different idea for you. It doesn't have clogged or leaking spigots. It doesn't require a special glass jar to transfer your milk into. It's simple, it works, and it's not messy. My solution involves a turkey baster. And here's mine. It's a simple little... Uh, tool. This is stainless steel, which I do recommend. I've got a link for you at askwardy.tv or if you're on Facebook, Peggy is pasting it in the comments of the Facebook Live. And in the end, I'm pretty sure Marge liked my suggestion because she said, I think I was overthinking this. I did the turkey baster this morning and it worked perfectly. So I'm going to share it with all of you on today's Ask Wardy. I think it's the very best way to skim cream off your whole milk, whether your milk comes in a jug other kind of glass jugs, uh, half gallon or gallon sized jars. A turkey baster is the very best way to do it. I will have some other options for you at the end though. But the very first thing you need to do is when you get your milk home, it may have been the cream redistributed throughout the milk from transport. So you wanna put it in the refrigerator and let the cream rise to the top again for at least 24 hours. After 24 hours and further, you'll have a really good clean separation. And you can see, you may be able to see here, but the cream line is down to here. We've got cream at the top, cream at the top, milk at the bottom. Go to askwardy.tv and you'll see a close-up picture of this. And this has been in the fridge for actually a couple days now, but normally I just have to wait 24 hours to do this. Okay, so that is step number one and it's essential. And then you need to have um, either a jar where you've already been collecting cream, or since this one's nearly full, I actually got out a clean jar. So, and it can be whatever size, it depends on how much you're collecting at a time. 
Um, and what we usually do is a half gallon because then I'll build it up and I'll uh, make butter or sour cream out of it. So I have a clean half gallon jar here and I'm putting it right next to the milk jug. That just cuts down on mess. And now we're gonna do the um, harvesting of the cream. And you might think, oh, I can do that, but there really is a better way, a best way to use this turkey baster. Um, if you don't do it right, you're gonna end up with a lot of milk in your cream. And you know, when you're doing this at home, it's impossible to get only cream. You're gonna get a little bit of milk, but if you do it the right way, you'll get the minimum amount of milk. If you do it the wrong way, you're gonna get a whole bunch of milk. I can show you on my jar here. Um, when I collect the cream, it does get a little bit of milk, but the milk, and I've collected a half gallon of cream at this point, the milk is all the way down here at the bottom. There is a separation line, and I may have stirred it up, but it's all the way down here at the bottom. So essentially, we're getting entirely cream by doing the baster the way I'm gonna show you. So here's how you do it. Um, you have to squeeze the bulb down, insert it into the cream vertically, insert it only enough to submerge it but not go too deep. So kind of, you know, if you have a cream layer this dip deep, you're just going into the very top of it, like the top half inch or so. So I'm gonna do that. So now I'm in and I've got my bulb uh, pressed down. And while I'm releasing the squeeze on the bulb, I'm going to rotate my baster in like a circle around the layer of cream. And I'm not going any deeper. I'm staying within that half inch and I'm not disturbing it. I'm just gently releasing the squeeze while I'm collecting cream. And um, I didn't actually do that very well, so I'll do it again. But transfer it vertically to your jar and squeeze it out. Okay, and this next one I'll get a lot more, but I was talking. <laughs> it's hard to do it at the same time. Okay, so I have squeezed the air out of this bulb and I'm keeping it vert vertical and I'm moving to the milk jug and I'm gonna insert it like into the top half inch. And while releasing the squeeze, I'm rotating it around and sucking up the cream, kind of like in that half layer, that half inch layer on top. Now I'm gonna make the baster vertical and transfer it quickly and carefully to the jar and squeeze to expel the cream. Now why am I doing that? Why am I doing this rotating thing in a circle? It's because if you kept this completely vertical and you started sucking up the cream, it's like gonna suck up straight down in a ribbon and it will pull milk. But if you rotate around while you're releasing the bulb and pulling it up, it's like you're gonna be just going a little bit deeper, deeper, deeper and getting layer by layer of cream only. And the proof is in the pudding. I have very little milk in my cream jar. If you were to do it straight up and down, you could end up with several inches of milk in your cream jar. Okay, let's do it again. Squeeze out the air in the bulb, insert it straight up and down, rotate it around in a circle while releasing the air in the bulb vertical again to the jar and press it out. And I'm not getting milk. And I won't go any farther here, um, but it's very easy. It takes just a minute or so to get as much cream as you want off the milk. Um, how much you get, it's up to you. We leave about a half to one inch of cream here. Um, and then it's just, you know, it's not like completely skimmed milk, but you could skim it all if you wanted, or you could skim just a little bit, like maybe just enough for your morning coffee. It's really up to you. So that is the best way to skim cream off your milk. It requires not a special tool. 
Nearly all of you probably have a turkey baster in your kitchen. It's not messy, it's not fussy, it's simple, it works. Now, if you don't have a turkey baster, you've got a couple other options, and we have used these in the past. So you could use a ladle, and you could just take ladle by ladle. You could use a quarter cup measure, and you could take quarter cup by quarter cup. Now, if your milk comes in a jug, these aren't gonna fit. But if your milk comes in half gallon jars or gallon sized jars, these will definitely fit. I'm gonna tell you though, I've done all three, and this is the fastest, um, and it works the best. It's really a fantastic way to skim your cream. And you don't need another container. You just don't really need any fuss. So that is the best way to skim cream. I'm gonna answer a couple questions that I think um, you might have after showing this to you. And of course, you can go to askwardy.tv. This episode has it all laid out for you. It's 114. If you've got additional questions, just drop them in the comments. So some people be, might be saying, well, why are you skimming the milk anyway? So here's the thing, our milk here is from pastured Jersey cows and often when you have these heritage animals raised as God has designed them um, to be raised, producing milk for your families, you're gonna have luscious, creamy milk with that really generous cream line. And you can drink it just like that if you'd like, but if you want to do butter or sour cream, cultured butter, or put cream in your beverages or use it in your baking or anything like that, then you have so much cream here that you can harvest it um, for use as your cream and still keep luscious creamy whole milk by leaving a half to one inch cream line and then shaking it up. So it's really a wonderful option, but you don't have to do it if you don't want to. You don't have to do it. Another thing people might be asking is, well, I have goat milk. Well, where's my cream? <laughs> well, goat milk, and there's other breeds of animals' milk, it's naturally homogenized, which means the fat molecules are distributed within the milk molecules, and they don't rise to the surface like this cow's milk does. So in that case, you're not, you don't have this option of skimming the cream off. It's really with uh, cow's milk and other milks where the fat rises to the top, where the cream rises to the top. So that's it, pretty simple. Hope you all try it. Hope you all let me know how it goes. I think it's gonna help you a lot. And if you're interested in anything else having to do with raw dairy, cultured dairy, we have a lot of information um, at our site, especially one thing I wanna to recommend to you right now is that if you love yogurt, you definitely wanna try my thick raw yogurt, raw milk yogurt recipe. There's a lot of recipes out there that call for pasteurizing the milk in order to have your yogurt um, be thick. Well, you don't have to do that with my recipe because there's a secret ingredient that thickens it and preserves all the benefits of your raw milk. And you can get that for free at tradcookschool.com slash free yogurt, where free yogurt is all one word. Um, if you don't wanna type that or remember it or whatever, the link is with this video, wherever you're watching it on Facebook or at askwardy.tv. So just follow the link and you can sign up for that and I'll send it right to you. I also have some additional resources for you with this episode's notes and transcript at askwardy.tv. You'll find um, a directory on where to buy raw milk and just common questions and answers about seeking that out. You'll also learn where our milk source is. Um, I have a link to the turkey baster that I've been telling you about, the one that I use, the stainless steel one. I also have a video on how to make easy sour cream and I have my method for making cultured butter out of um, the soured cream from raw milk. So a lot of information there for you to take it further. Askwardy.tv, look for episode 114. 
Thanks everyone for joining me. If you'd like to submit a question for a future episode of Ask Wardy, just do it following the instructions at askwardy.tv. I'll see you all again next week. Same time, same place. Okay. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.